Hello and welcome to Emoji Rap, a podcast about all things emoji. I'm your host, Jeremy Burge, and I'm joined today by Gideon Mayhu, co-founder of the Icon Factory and fair to say designer as well. Yeah, that's I'm, my, my job title is basically designer and owner or designer and, and principal. And I've heard you uh, refer to the Icon Factory as sort of like the Emoji Factory recently. <laughs> yeah, it seems like the bulk of our days are, are drawing emoji these days. So, yeah. But, I mean, I don't mind that. I mean, emojis are just icons. You know, they're just a different form of icons. I wrote a blog post about this. Same with stickers. You know, stickers, emoji, they're all just icons. My favorite thing, and I don't think it's—I don't think it's what everybody else likes about emoji. But my favorite thing is sort of the the limited nature, in a way that we're redoing the same set, and you really get to hone what an emoji set is. No, I, I don't think it's limiting. I mean, in in a way, it's it's just a, again another form of something we've been doing our whole careers because. You know, the entire time I've been an icon designer for 20 plus years, I can't tell you how many times I've had to draw a, a globe or an email envelope or, you know, a trash can. I've, I've drawn those things many, many times. And so doing emoji for different companies of the same thing is just a variation on that. And surely there's an element of balancing what the essence of the emoji is and how to, to convey that, but also make it look interesting and different. Right, which is one of the reasons why I really enjoyed when we work with Facebook to create the messenger versions of their emoji because they had to be different from everything else that already existed. I, you know? I, I love those, by the way. Sorry. Uh, the, the new messenger emoji, uh, I think they look stunning. And for those who aren't aware, the Icon Factory is the company both behind... Twitter's custom emoji set, Twimoji, and the Facebook Messenger set. And they look really different. Uh, there is Twimoji that's been out for a few years now, and it looks, I think it's fair to say, like a flat version of Apple's iOS emoji set. And then there's the Messenger emoji, which look sort of hand-drawn. Was that what you were going for there? They're more illustrative, you know, than many of the other emoji sets that are out there. Um they're very, they use bright colors, but the things that set them apart are their lighting, their angles, you know, their overall graphic treatment. They're very different. They, they're unique, I would say, from the other emojis that are usually set straight on and more or less flat colors, um, no shading, that kind of stuff, um, which is one of the reasons why I love working on messenger emojis. Do you ever pay attention to what people say about these things? I see a lot of people that love them and then some people just rage against anything that's New or different? I've seen a bit of hate yeah. for the Messenger ones, maybe because they've they just came in and snuck in their app overnight. I did. I mean, I, I mean, I pay. I do pay attention. I don't like go actively seeking what people are saying <laughs> about them. But when they did first come out, I did look at a lot of the feedback. And of course, people don't like change. Right. And Messenger already had you know a subset of emoji in it that people liked. And once those were taken away from them, they're all like, "No, no, no! Well, give me back my old emoji!" You know. But then there are a whole, I think, vast majority of people who really like them. You're designing something that's in the keyboard for hundreds of millions of people. It's not just a, stickers are amazing, but you have to go and seek them out. You have to go and get a sticker pack that you want, whereas emoji is the other way around, that it's, it's there whether you ask for it or not. Right, right. And that's another reason why they're, they're pretty cool, because they're so standard. Something that a lot of people consider is 
The closest we have to an emoji standard is Apple's iOS emoji images, and they've got an update in iOS 10. What do you think? Overall, I like them. I mean, I think that they they are an improvement on the suite as a whole. I think that they were kind of constrained by the same kind of they didn't want to like throw the book out and redo them, you know, which is, I don't know, that doesn't seem very Apple-y because, you know, Apple always have the mindset, like with this headphone jack thing, like if it's better, then we're just going to do it. Right. But that doesn't seem to be the case with the emoji. They, they wanted to iterate them and not, you know, completely toss them out and design them for the small screen. So in that way, it's kind of odd, but I do think that like a lot of the people are more expressive, they're clearer, they're less creepy looking <laughs> than they used to be. Yeah, you don't notice until you put them side by side. Some of them, when you put it, the older sort of more iconic, simplified version next to a new one with the humans in particular, you're right, they do look, in retrospect, quite creepy. Right. And and they also make use better use of color in that the old ones, like for shading areas and things, they just use shades of black. Mm. to make volumetric shapes and things like that. And the new ones don't make use of black. They make use of tonal variants of the hues of the color of the thing that they are. Like people's faces have darker yellows instead of blacks, things like that. So they don't, they don't have this like pale look about them, which is a big improvement, I think. It seems like, anecdotally anyway, that uh, maybe the original emoji set at Apple was done in a bit of a rush split between multiple people and interns. So maybe now is a good time to refresh the whole lot. I would love to know how long it, the, the, the design team at Apple or whoever did them had to do this. So last year there was iOS 9.1, which was basically the last major emoji update from Apple. And one of the changes was that all the shadows were removed. Well, most of the shadows. But it's funny, though, because it looks like somebody grabbed an eraser tool. It looks like the original layer dot copy in Photoshop has been long gone from a lot of these. Because <laughs> literally, if you look at some of them in particular, I can't remember who pointed it out to me. But if you zoom into the, the pizza emoji, you can still sort of see the edge of the shadow where someone sort yeah. of grabbed an eraser tool, but not quite got it all around the pepperoni. So, oh, man. Yeah. So that suggests that they didn't, you know, that they kind of had a limited amount of time to, to redo them as well too right so i sort of thought that yeah if that was happening a year ago that potentially what appeared to be just these manual tweaks on the old files maybe without the layers that potentially a redesign needed to be in the works at some stage or they just couldn't be touched yeah that's possible you never know i mean i don't even know how many people at apple they have dedicated to work on it you know it could be one person could be two people or maybe five i doubt more than that how about for the Icon Factory? If someone comes to, to you and says they're a Facebook or a Twitter or someone else and they say, we want a full emoji set, what's it going to take? How many people does that take at your end? If it's a one-off, then it's just one of us. you know. But if it's something like Messenger or Twitter, then we divide it up amongst us. And that's five artists. So then even that, even then it becomes, you know, hundreds of emoji per person but i mean thank goodness we can do that you know because if it was just one or two of us we'd be drawing emoji forever do you discuss particular characters with each other do you kind of get the i don't know the the wine glass come up or the the peanuts and kind of go how should we draw the peanuts or the avocado should that be whole avocado or half avocado do you do you really or do you kind of go with your gut we do do that i mean we have the the benefit of 
the four of us, there's four of us here in Greensboro, and then Dave is in Stockholm. He's the one that's not in the office. So, you know, we'll kind of get together as a group, you know, and Dave over Skype or whatever, and talk about who's doing what and divide up the tasks. And then if there are outliers or there are icons that we're just not sure about, like how they should be, you know, depicted, we'll get together on Slack and throw ideas out, you know, or throw a sketch across and say, I think it should look like this. Do you guys agree? And then if everyone's in consensus, then we go ahead and draw it. Um, that's generally how it goes, but we also do a lot of referring to Emojipedia about what the other platforms are doing per icon and should it look like them or not? And also, do, does the client want it to look like them or not? There are, there are some icons where the client's just like, no, I don't care about what the others have done. I want it to be unique. Right. Or do we go with what we think is right or what everybody else is doing? Which brings up like the squirt gun or the, the gun in general. Should they all be changed to squirt guns? You know, I have a couple, a couple clients who have requested squirt guns just so that they have them in case they need them. <laughs> I mean, it, it makes sense I mean, that Apple, in a way, they, I don't know what it is, but effectively they are still the de facto emoji set in people's minds. I don't quite know, maybe because they were first outside of Japan to have a color set, but uh, they do have a, an undue amount of influence in that other manufacturers may feel the need to, well, if Apple's doing it and they're not going to change it, then maybe we should move closer to what they're doing, even if we don't copy their designs. I, I wouldn't be surprised over time if other vendors one by one went, all right, we'll, we'll change that, the gun to a, a toy gun or a, a water pistol or something as well, just to, just to not be the one that's incompatible with Apple. That's, it's really interesting too when you look across. I love the fact that you can quickly look at the entire suites on Emojipedia of all the different platforms and see you know, how individual things are treated, but then also subsets of things within those, in the, within those emoji suites, you know, and it's very useful for an artist like myself to be able to do that, but it also helps like spot the things that are wrong. It makes you think about it when you see the whole page of everybody's together. It's, it's easier once they're out, once everybody's got theirs, you can look at a page and you can go, is this one better, worse, the same, you know, you can really compare it. It's just harder maybe with a new set that, Twitter has been the first ones to do the professional emojis that came out recently. Yep, we just uh, finished those for Twitter. Right, and that's still a draft standard at Unicode. It's male and female versions of professions like teachers and, and a scientist and an astronaut. And maybe this one, I say it's simpler because they're people doing jobs, but nonetheless, if you're the first set out doing this, then you kind of just... Maybe it's, is it more freeing? <laughs> you can do whatever you like because you're not trying to weigh up what everybody else is doing. You just want to make it clear. And I'm really glad that we got them done for Twitter first, you know, and that they're out there. I, I wonder whether any of them will change by the time this is, is out as a final release. It's still a draft at Unicode, but I guess the benefit of being something like Twitter or Facebook is you can, you can update them overnight. You don't have to wait for an iOS release or exactly. a major update. So if, if you wanted to change something tomorrow, maybe not tomorrow, but in a less time they could be rolled out to every single user if something changed yeah we were giving uh some files to twitter and they're already up and we're like whoa you guys are quick and i mean they're just deployed you know and it's like 
That's awesome. I quite like looking back a few years when there wasn't. Unicode wasn't listing what they all looked like. Emojipedia <laughs> didn't exist, or we only had Apple in the first revision. So it's sort of these silos, and if you look back a few years, it's just worlds apart of just designers designing based off a single name and a, a pretty mediocre reference image from Unicode. So I, uh, I think it's super amusing looking back at the 2013 sets in Google's Aliens in, in Android that uh, what what they come up with when you put designers in a room with no references and what, where, how divergent they can be. It's totally like, you know, giving a, a group of chefs the same ingredients, you know, and saying cook X and then see what they come up with because they all, they're all going to be different, you know, somehow, but they all have the same base starting thing. It's fascinating. But now you can see that, uh, to go back to the gun, it, it looks like the Apple's making a point with the, with the gun because they know that that's not what everybody else is doing. So it's clear that now if you dramatically diverge from what everybody else is doing, it's clear you think this is better for a reason as opposed to just, that's just what we came up with. Yeah, what's up with the Emoji One gun anyway? I don't get that one. Yeah, you know? it's, it's uh, pretty full on, isn't it? It's pretty intense. <laughs> it's, it's all weird and bad and it, I don't I don't get it. You know? <laughs> Extreme gun. Extreme gun in your it's, face. It's yeah. nearly pushing on the glass of your screen almost like it's just pressed up there. Yeah. It's so interesting to see artistic choices for things, you know, like that. Fascinating to see how, okay, if I could draw a gun, how would I draw it? How would I draw it versus how would someone else draw it, you know? And, and just like how that compares to all the others, you know, like why did right. they do this? Why did they do this? You know, sometimes it's obvious choice. Like, oh, well, obviously they did this because X, Y, and Z. And then other times it's just like baffling. You know? Right. Sam- Samsung are the most baffling ones. But I still wonder if they've ever seen anybody else's emoji <laughs> sets. <laughs> I've, ne- I've never heard from anyone at Samsung. Really? Uh, they're in a, they're in a, so uh, maybe they know what everybody else's sets look like and they don't care. Or maybe they literally have never seen what anybody else is doing for the past four years because they just go wildly on their own track sometimes. Well, some of their icons are really nice, you know. I mean, I wish I could make like the ultimate emoji set and take my favorites from everyone. You're right. I love Samsung's animals. They're super cute. And some of them, they're, they're over the top. It's just there's hilarious odd choices like the the chocolate chip cookie that is these saltine crackers. That are, or some some of the faces as well really don't look anything like what everybody else is interpreting those as fascinating stickers new in ios 10 uh we did a sticker pack we're using the basic no code thing we just wanted to try out some of the flag uh images we've been doing we did some u.s state flags we did some uh county flags for liberia because they're terrible shout out to the guys at hello internet who have brought that to my attention at how bad these liberian county flags are and uh well, the the basic packs we did, we just wanted to try them out. We did it in Apple's no-code literal template, whereas you guys have your own sticker packs, and they seem to do a bit more. They've kind of – they have sort of cooler backgrounds, and they've got icon – they've got sort of your logos in them, and they look a bit – they look pretty pretty flash. Was this uh, a big moment for you when you saw Apple was releasing this in iOS 10? Oh, for sure. Yeah, we saw that, and we're like, hey, we got to do that, you know? And it's basically – Freeware desktop icons, but on your phone, you know, and we've been doing it for so long. It has a natural extension of, of everything we've done and we had to get in on it. We wanted to do it and, you know, I'm glad we did. And I'm also glad we did them the way we did, you know, to try to set our sticker packs apart from everybody else's because it's obviously taken off like a shot 
And, uh, and so, you know, if it's easier to see or notice or, you know, find our sticker packs in the store or on the web, then it was all worth it. Was it a deliberate choice to have such divergent styles in all the packs that they're really, some of them are sort of not quite photorealistic, but heavily shaded. And then you've got the pixel ones and the outlined ones. Yeah. Is that um, sort of an idea just to, to do a bit of everything and to see what people like? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, I mean, if they all were the same, then that's, that's fine. I mean, you know, but we also want to offer a variety of stuff too. We have retro icons at the icon factory and modern icons. And, you know, every artist here has their own style that they like to draw in and, and subject that they like to cover. And, you know, we didn't want to limit anybody. We just said, go crazy, do what you want. You know, we have four packs there from people outside the icon factory. We have the chimp Andy from Brian Brasher. We have the Tiki's from Vaughn and the Dino icons from his daughter, Savannah Kuchta. And then we have Andreas Ekberg who did Big Happy Cloud. And all of them are very wildly different from what we would have done, you know, but they're very cool in their own way anyway, you know? So I'm really proud of that actually, you know, that you have this wide range of subject and style in the stickers and some are animated, some are static. Um, so it's it's very exciting. People might not realize, but uh, it looks it looks easy, you know. Just ah, uh, put some stickers in a pack and you throw it up. But part of the the reason that we did some in the background was to see what went into it, and just uh, it's pretty time consuming stuff. Just one pack, doing the screenshots on the iPad and the iPhone, and this is stuff that's not new to you. But you think of stickers being easier in some way than a full app, but a lot of the same overheads and the same same time that you need to put into it goes for both right yep screenshots keywords descriptions the whole deal updates for when things go wonky in the packs you know keeping them fresh yeah this all it is time consuming it's a lot of work i think you made the right decision i noticed that your screenshots didn't have conversations which was the biggest trip up that we made trying to make a, a meaningful conversation of how you make this fake conversation look remotely helpful to anybody well i think that i mean that's kind of redundant anyway you know once people use stickers and they're going to know how they're going to be used so do you really need to show a screenshot of them in use okay if they're specialized like our magic nine ball maybe you know because those aren't just standard stickers there's a random element there you tap a button and you ask a question tap a button and it puts up a random sticker for you something like that yeah screenshot but i think what most people want to see in those screenshots is what does the stickers look like and most of these most of the people who put stickers on the app store only show you a couple of stickers from the pack yeah. You know, and I don't know. I mean, this could be a good thing because it gets people to download it and check it out. But then at the same time, they might not be happy with, you know, being sold something that they thought was one thing, but then they get it downloaded and it's completely another. Yeah, I think you've, I think you've made the, the right choice here. Now, now that they're out on the store, it's hard because, I mean, developers, they put all this stuff up before the store ever launches. So you, you're going in blind. You don't know what anyone else is doing, but it's clear to me that now what you want to see is all or most of the set. You don't really care about here's a demonstration of how stickers work right. once you've used them once. Right. Um, so that's that's real nice. One uh, set that I'm trying out right now is uh, it's a set that got quite popular. It's called Grammar Snob. Have you seen this? It's sort of a – it's just <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it seemed to be one of the runaway hits of the, of the store, even though it doesn't do a whole bunch. It really is just some loosely – uh, I, I guess commonly misspelled words and some scribbles that you can then uh, annoy your friends by by correcting their spelling with this red scribble. But uh, it's clever for sure. Yeah, uh, 
so it's there's inventive stuff like that that I think maybe in the next six months or a year we're going to see far more, not just plain stickers, but sort of clever reinterpretations of what a sticker could be. Or, yeah, there's another one there. Did you see that one where they, the stickers actually look like the blue speech bubbles in the chat? But they have things in it like "I love you" or "You're the best person in the world" in them. Oh, I have not. Yeah, and you just put it over the what the other person says, you know, so they can if they said something bad about you, you can just replace it with something good about you. Oh, that's great! I love that. So that's the thing that that's what people don't realize that you can overlay them, which is what part of the fun is. Right, but I don't think. I mean, that was a proposal for a sticker set. I do not think Apple would actually let that through review. Mm. But I could be wrong. What yeah. What is this called? What is the? Do you know? Do you remember the name of the? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember <laughs> what it's called. I have to go back on my Twitter feed and and look through look through it because I I didn't think I favored it. Maybe I did, but I have to go look because it was really clever. But I was like, there's no way Apple's going to let that through because it's too confusing. But it's but it's really clever. Yeah, no, that is, that is funny, and uh, I'll pop that in the show notes. Another one that's quite clever is this one called Emoji Remix. Have you seen this? Where it's you can build your own emoji from scratch. So you sort of layer different layers. You pick a background like a green face or a yellow face, and then you put the eyes on it and the hair, sort of Mr. Potato Head style. But uh, yeah, it's quite fun. You can really come up with some pretty creative stickers and then send them off yourself rather than just picking from a list. That's very cool. I don't know whether you find this, but when you look through the iMessage apps, you can't really tell what's a sticker and what's an app. So therefore, sometimes some apps that I have, I go, what? I think they're going to have an integration. I look at iMessage and go, oh, that's really great. Like Trello, I use for project management. And you go, oh, cool, is Trello in iMessage now? But it's just stickers for Trello. But then you go to another app and like I translate or something, and that is a full app within that little messaging area down there. So I think there's maybe some work to do just to really... Uh, uh, separate stickers and everything else. I'm not. I'm not sure what they should do about that, but yeah, it's a bit confusing as an end user anyway. Yeah, and I'm also. I'm really hoping too that Apple improves the UI for how to manipulate stickers within iMessage because I don't know about you, but I find it really hard to actually peel off a sticker and then put it where I want to in the chat, like size it and rotate it and put it down without screwing it up. Yeah, you know, it, it's really hard for my fingers to just to. I can't see what I'm doing because the sticker's underneath my fingers. So if I try to pinch, I, I can't, you know, and I can't really rotate it correctly. And and then the problem is when you let go, it puts it down, and you don't, you can't edit it. That's the know? biggest issue. That's the real issue. I thought I was going crazy, but I thought surely once you drop it in the wrong spot, you can pick it up again and move it, but you can't. I don't know. No, you can't. And you can't even, it's really hard to even remove it, you know? I didn't even know you could. Sometimes I've seen there and someone's put a, a, a sticker on my message and I'm going, what did that say? And I couldn't even figure out how to get rid of that. Yeah, you, you can't remove it. The other person can, I think. <laughs> uh, but you can't do anything about it once it's down, no. Early days, early days for that. Um, Ged, we're going to have to wrap it up. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh your things to plug. Do you have a, a Twitter that people can follow you at, or where to where to find the, your sticker packs? Yeah, of course. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm just Gideon G E D E O N, real simple. And uh, you can find all of the Icon Factory sticker packs at iconfactory.com/stickers. Um, and that's all of our stuff. Great. And uh, as a brief side note, I did see that you were on Cake Wars. A television show in the U.S. Yes. You were a, a judge, an emoji judge. Oh, my God. That was so much fun. 
yeah, that was that was a dream come true. I love that. I've not I've not come across. I don't think this show airs in the UK, but I did watch the episode. It appears to be a show where people bake cakes and they get judged on them. And this episode was about making emoji related cakes. Was that yes? That's, that's correct. Yeah, that's all what it was about. Yeah, they do different themes on different episodes, and the one that they invited me to judge was all about emoji, which was <laughs> hilariously awesome, and I had so much fun, and I got so sick of cake it was wasn't even funny but it was all worth it so i bet i'm gonna chuck that in the show notes as well because i thought that was hilarious and great it was it was good fun cool Uh, (laughs) thank you for joining me um anyone else you can follow the show on twitter at emoji rap you can follow me at jeremy burge thanks to jonathan mann for the theme music and joshua jones for the artwork and i will speak to you next time Oh, thank you. Thank you. That was really great.